Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. In today's gospel, we read from Luke about Jesus' encounter with a young man. This occurs at, towards the end of Jesus' public ministry. And in Mark's gospel account of this encounter, he indicates that it was as Jesus was starting to leave town, this young man runs up to him. It's, it, it's sort of like this, this man's last chance to meet Jesus face to face and ask him a question he had been thinking about. In Luke's gospel today, he, he describes this man as a ruler. And as we read further, we found out that he is a man of great wealth. Matthew's account refers to him as a young man. So we have a young man who is very wealthy and a ruler and very likely very respected in the community. And here he is at the roadside uh, at the edge of town with a question for our Lord. He says to Jesus, good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And after several things were discussed, Jesus says to him, there is one thing you still lack. And this is a good reminder to us today to make sure we do not hear there is one thing you still lack. Uh, many of the wealthy and religious people who asked Jesus public questions were doing so to, to try and trick him. Uh, this man's question was a question to which he really needed to know the answer. How to inherit eternal life. And there are many ways to describe salvation. Uh, we hear actually four different references to it uh, in different ways in today's gospel. It is described as eternal life. Uh, this is uh, Luke chapter 18, verse 18. It's also referred to as treasure in heaven, verse 22. Uh, as entering the kingdom of God, in verse 24 and 29, and as being saved, verse 26. This was the focus of his question. All these things rolled up together here. Jesus comes right to the point, knowing that this young man needs to abandon some presuppositions about his state before God. So Jesus proceeds to inquire more of his measure of righteousness, what he thinks about righteousness. He says, you know the commandments, do not commit adultery, do not murder, do not steal, do not give false testimony, honor your father and mother. Now, each of these commandments that Jesus mentions here uh, deal with his relationship to other people. And the young man's response is immediate, he, he, where he says, I have kept, uh, all these I've kept since I was a boy. And it, it really doesn't surprise us too much, perhaps, to hear this. Uh, but we know from the Sermon on the Mount that God's view of keep, keeping commandments goes far beyond just a legalistic interpretation. Now Jesus speaks to the young man personally. Um, in fact, in Mark's account of this, he says, Then Jesus, looking at him, loved him and said to him. Now, Jesus' response to this was out of love. He desires all to inherit eternal life. But he knew this particular man's stumbling block. Jesus affirms that the young man 
is in need of something. He says the, the word, he uses the word lack. And the word lack means to be deficient in something that ought to be uh, present. And he says there's one thing that you lack. But the solution for the young man seems kind of severe. I mean, sell everything, give the proceeds to the poor. And, and if he does this, Jesus assures him he will have treasures in heaven. You know, the, the problem with money is it can have a way of gaining a sway over us. In 1 Timothy, we read, for the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil. Some people eager for money have wandered from the faith and pierced themselves with many griefs. And it's a sad thing if our possessions begin to possess us. It's something we always just have to be on the lookout about. That we, too, feel perhaps uh, possessive of what we have. We may not be rich, but is there something that we're hanging on to? That we need to let go. You know, Jesus didn't tell everyone that he talked to they need to sell everything and give them to the poor. He addresses each person's needs as he encounters them. But this was not all that Jesus asked the young man to do. He said, when Jesus heard this, he said to him, you still lack one thing. Sell everything you have, give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then, come, follow me. Come, follow me. This is the ultimate answer. This is the center of everything. Whatever is required for us to follow Christ is what is important. When he heard this, he became very sad because he was a man of great wealth. He apparently could not do this. He cannot go with Jesus as much as he would have liked to because he loves his possessions more. And he cannot leave that in order to serve God. In a very real sense, he, he has broken the first commandment. You shall have no other gods before me. Uh, and Jesus then goes on to comment on the rarity, the near impossibility of the rich, or anyone for that matter, as others that discuss, of being saved. How could anyone be saved? In fact, the commandments were given to reveal what is good, but also to reveal that we are not good enough. We all fall short. We must come to God, letting go of anything that can get in the way of turning and following him and receiving his grace. You know, though we may not have riches like this young ruler to give up, do we have something that we are clinging to that we need to let go of? Uh, from a spiritual standpoint, have we been, well, here's a, here's a common day example, not to trivialize this, but... We've been cleaning out some things of our house, and sometimes I'll get something and say, why am I keeping this? <laughs> you know, and, and I think, you know, there's no need to put this back in the closet, particularly if it's something that could be useful, that someone else could probably use this. Um, and, you know, there are other things that we may need to give up, and, and they're very, very sundry cases of things. But another thing we might need to give up are just bad habits. Why do we cling to bad habits? Uh, we should take them out of our closet and leave them behind. These are just small examples, not to be compared to the riches the wrong the young ruler had to give up. But there are things that we can do or need to be aware of that we may need to give up. If I am looking forward to, or looking to perhaps make a purchase of something. 
I, I ask God for guidance. I thank God for it. And remind myself before I even acquire it that I need to be willing to give this up if I need to. Um, same thing with our plans. We, may, we plan for things and we do need to plan. We need to ask God to give us wisdom and guidance as we plan. But we always need to be willing for plans to change. Uh, for us to give up our plans if that's not what God desires for us. We just need to be alert spiritually, bottom line. We hear this passage every year, and it's good that we periodically ask ourselves questions like this. So today, as we're reminded of the rich young ruler's question and Christ's question for him, we have this question for us today. He says that those who do leave things behind for the sake of the kingdom of God will receive many times more and in the age to come eternal life. This is our incentive of leaving behind what we need to. Though we may not have the riches like the young man, we need to make sure we don't have something that we're just hanging on to too much. We need to ask ourselves, is there any hindrance that I need to leave behind? And if so, we should delay, delay no longer, lay it aside, so that we can respond to Christ's call, come follow me every day of our life with thanksgiving and for God's grace. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit.